Welcome to Best Served, a podcast recognizing unsung hospitality heroes. Join Chef Jensen Cummings as he chops it up with industry leaders about the humans who've impacted their lives and careers. From childhood guides, to ass-kicking mentors, to the team members in the trenches that make it all happen. Help us celebrate these rock stars by sharing our show and nominating your own unsung hospitality heroes. Connect with us on social media at Best Served Podcast. Now here is your host. What's up, everybody? Jensen Cummings here. Thank you for tuning in on this Monday. Bryant Doolin, founder of Cobeo, is on the show with us. Bryant, thanks for taking some time. Thanks for having me. All right. We're going to talk technology. We're going to talk sustainability. We're going to talk the restaurant space hiring specifically and kind of some tangents therein. Uh, before we get into all that, Cobeo, tell people specifically exactly what Cobeo is. What can they expect from Cobeo? Cobeo is a new platform that focuses on uh, empowering the worker. Uh, we learned that when the worker gets what they want, they become a better employee, they're happier, they stay longer. Um, so what we do is we allow, instead of being a job board where you're going to search for jobs and one-click apply, um, instead you fill out a Cobeo profile, you put in the schedule you want, the wage you want, the skills you have or what you want to learn, um, and including the area that you want to work around, let's say you don't have a car. Um, and instead of searching for jobs, when there's a job match, you get a notification. And if you like that job, uh, you can communicate with the manager. So it's a huge win-win for employees. It's also a, a big win for managers as well. It saves them a lot of time and, and uh, pre-filters employees for them. Yeah. And so the, the algorithm basically is saying you are a good match. You are, we joke about it, but you're a matchmaker very much. You're saying, let's weed through all the people that just don't make sense. Like this job does not work for you based on your needs, your skills, and this employee doesn't work as well. There's a lot of time, a lot of time that's spent sifting through and excessive phone calls. And you can't have an interview that doesn't last 35 minutes when somebody clearly wasn't the right pick from the get-go. Why was that important in the way that you built the Cobeo app? Um, I, I've had to, you know, I've been a serial entrepreneur for uh, well over a decade um, and I've done a lot of consulting with operations and I'm just someone that really looks at efficiency. And I yeah. didn't, it didn't make sense for people to really waste their time, you know, in the, in the regular interview process, you, you go in, you're not going to find out what the pay is or what the schedule is until you apply, you go through the interview um, and you sit down at the table and they want to hire you. And, and you know what, if that's not right for you, you're going to quit within two weeks and you're going to find another job. So what I really wanted to do is bring this efficiency to the restaurant industry. Um, and it's kind of a social experiment because you know, you can you can go to some job sites and get email alerts, but uh, we're a little bit more hands on with that. So um, that's why I kind of wanted to, to do it differently. I like the story of of you had an exit from a company. You took some time off and you're at a restaurant, a bar, whatever it was. Tell people this story um, where it kind of was like, wait a minute, there's a need here in the restaurant industry. Totally. So uh, the the last in my, in my previous life, I ran operations for one of the largest data providers in the world for metal commodity prices. Um, customers were like Tesla, Apple, you name it, traveled all over the world, met with huge companies. And uh, after that company sold, I was at a cafe in um, 
up in the mountains in a small town. And I heard the uh, employee complaining about wage and schedule and, and some of this other stuff. And the manager was complaining that they couldn't find good people. And that kind of started my whole journey um, on how do, how do I, am, how do I empower people? And, and, and we're looking at like, this is a massive community, the restaurant industry. Some people are professionals in hospitality. They're going to do it their whole lives. Some people are students. Some people are parents. I mean, a lot of people touch this industry in so many different ways. And I thought if we could come up with a productive solution with technology, because te technology, you don't have tangible goods, right? Once you, once you yeah. build it, it will execute infinitely, uh, an infinite amount of times perfectly. So I wanted to try to come up with a solution. It, it, it took a long time and a lot of research and talking to people, but um, we kind of hit the nail on the head. Uh, at this point. So um, that was kind of my inspiration, right? Uh, solving a problem for somebody, solving a problem that society has, doing something that ameliorates society. That was really the purpose of doing this. There's a lot of pillars around sustainability there. Yeah, I love it. I mean, the whole premise of this show is connecting humans through communication. I mean, it's it's the whole game. And I, I hear that scenario all the time. I've been in that cafe. I've been on both sides of that equation, so to speak, of like, you're you're complaining and complaining and nobody wants to talk to each other about the actual issue and find resolution to issue we much more like to bitch about it than to find solutions so for you you had fresh eyes this was very interesting to me coming from a different perspective sometimes we can't see the forest through the trees scenario in the industry we get too close to it and so you said why don't we just connect people and create a communication infrastructure so i really really like that about the platform let's talk about a couple of the issues that we see at play because this is not the way that hiring has been done traditionally right and so we are stuck in this paradigm of i need a job now because i hate my manager and i'm not willing to have a conversation so i'm just going to try and take off and i search through a job board of anonymous jobs nobody even posts what the job is they say are you looking for a upscale like diner in the denver area like what does that mean that doesn't mean anything it's so innocuous and so you wanted to sift through that when you looked at the issue of restaurants and the way that it's hiring currently what are a couple of things that when you talk to job seekers and managers give us an idea of why this model is important for the future of the restaurant industry? Mm -hmm. um, well, I, I should say every restaurant's different. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a crazy beast. I mean, fine dining to fast food, you know, capacity, all sorts of stuff, culture. Um, and so, you know, what we try to do is we, I, I, I try to extract the quantitative, the qualitative, I don't know if you can really do that with technology, the, the, the quantitative being, you know, pay and schedule and these other things that we can align. The qualitative is personality and culture. Yeah. Um, I, they and, fit into your vibe, all of that. And, and are you going to go on some of these job boards and you just see like a brand and you see a restaurant? I, I mean, and there's communities around restaurants. There's people who are very loyal, loyal um, that are doing this. Um, yes. So I, I, think, I think the important thing the, the main thing that I want people to take away from Kobe and what we're trying to do is we all have lives and, and we don't want to, uh, what is it? Live to work. We want, uh, what is it? Work to live. We essentially, we want to find things that we're passionate about. We want to go in and, and do a great job and learn and be with good people and get paid and have a schedule and work close to home. Like these things are really important. It really, uh, provides a positive impact on someone's life when all these things are filled, right? And, and they're gonna be a better worker. So 
we're trying to change the way things are done, but but this is very difficult. And again, it, it also depends on what you're doing. If you're a fine dining establishment or you're a quick service restaurant, the way that you're going to be onboarding and, and addressing some of these issues um, is different, you know, and there's different, there's different expectations too. how long someone's going to actually stay. Um, so there's just, there's just a lot of play, but, but the main point is how do you give, how do you let people live their best lives? Right. And, so, and how do you give them the power to, get the good opportunities, provide transparency for them to have opportunities to know what's out there. Um, when they don't, there's not really any tools out there that provide all that transparency. Hi, so. Brian. How are you? Hey, Sophie. Um, I'm just going to hang out here until Jensen comes back. Okay. It was him. Um, are we still he, live? Yeah, we're still live, but, uh, I think it's just his Wi-Fi, and he's it. Oh, he popped out. So he'll probably pop back in, in a second. Um, so Cobeo, yeah, this is really cool. Um, I really liked what you were talking about. Um, you know, I feel like when you're working um, and you're just doing work and you can't have, you can't live your best life, you can't have um, the hours you want or the wage you want, and it's very difficult. And so um, did you have any personal experience that made you want to start Kobeo, like a bad job or... I, I, I did my MBA in sustainable management. Um, did you hear the question, yeah. Sophie asked? Is... Way, way to keep it going, Sophie. Sorry yeah. about that. The robots weren't behaving. So uh, I don't even know what you're talking about, but I bet it was really, really good. She, uh, she asked kind of what was my inspiration for, for, for doing right. this. But I had you know bad experience with jobs and stuff. And I, I was saying I, I did an MBA in sustainable management, and I've been very focused in my entrepreneurial career and creating companies that – uh, benefit the environment or benefit our society and i'll say it's a it's more of a selfish thing because i just want to live in a better world um and i'd like the challenge of trying to find business models that aren't solely about making money but that actually do good as well right it's not just the bottom of the barrel stuff that you're doing so there's a lot of my inspiration there um let's talk about i want to talk about both sides of the equation of what the app does because you're the you're the middleman you're the matchmaker the connector between employee employer employee what do I do? I'm interested. I'm watching this. I like the sound of what Kobe was talking about. Mm. How do I go and find the app? What am I doing? Why is it important for me to utilize Kobeo as a way to find kind of a career path? It's it's so easy. And um and and I should say, you know, this isn't like you sign up and you're going to get a job immediately. This is sure. this is like a good tool as a resource. So, uh you just go onto uh Apple or the um Play Store, the Android Play Store, Google Play Store, or uh, Apple App Store. You download the app. It's the blue logo that's for the employee. Um, and you simply input. It's a really quick sign-up process. We don't even make you, you know, check your email and log in and do all that stuff. You just put in your name, uh, put in where, where around you want to uh, work, uh, how much money you want to make, your schedule, your availability when you're free, if you're a parent, if you're a student, whatever it is, um, and your skills, things that you uh, know how to do and things that you want to learn. You can also put in some work history. So this it, it kind of builds your resume for you. And within that right. work history, we'll look at like, is it fine dining? Is it quick service? Do you not have experience? Do you have experience? How long you've been working there? Um, and that's literally it. After you put in that information, which takes about 10 minutes or less, uh, you just put the app in your pocket and you wait. You wait for a job match to hit you. And, um, and if you like that match, you can look over everything. Uh, it's completely private. Nobody can search you out. It's just our algorithm saying, hey, here's an opportunity. And we also limit 
these opportunities. We don't send it to 10 million people um, because we don't want all that competition, right? Like if you're the most qualified person, you're going to be the first people that are, that are uh, contacted first. Uh, you look over the job, you think it's awesome. Go ahead, send a message to the manager, and then the manager can get back to you. They can chat and ask follow-up questions or set up an interview. It's that simple. One of the things you and I have talked about that is a challenge with the way things have been done is that it's such instant gratification. We're not very patient in this industry. And so I'm complaining about my manager. I want a new job. I go onto the job board. I have three jobs that I think might be a good fit for me. I apply for them. What's up? Hey, <laughs> can um, you, did you hear the question? I didn't hear all of the question um, because he didn't ask the question. He was talking and I think he was leading up to the question. Okay. Um, but I was wondering, so, uh, you know, we have so many apps nowadays for uh, recruiting like ZipRecruiter and- um, Indeed. And Indeed, LinkedIn. Uh, yeah. um, cool. So how is Cobeo different from those apps other than they're better for the employees? Uh, well, uh one, so the so the question was how is how is Cobeo a little bit? I didn't hear your question, Jensen, but she asked how how is Cobeo different than ZipRecruiter and Indeed and some of the other apps that are out there. Um, well, specifically, what I was asking. I'm sorry, everybody. I don't know what's yeah. happening with my robots today, but I want to know the the usual just the nature of people in the industry. They want a new job because they don't like their manager. They don't like this or that. They think the grass is greener on the other side. They go onto a job board. They go hunting. This is the mentality. I'm going to go hunt for a job. I find three jobs. I apply for that job. And the loop potentially closes quickly on that versus I'm going to sign up and I don't even know who's looking out there. I don't know. I can't read what the job description of any job is. I'm waiting and trusting this app that's going to notify me. That's a shift in the mindset. Let's talk about why that's an important model. And maybe it's an investment in your future, which we haven't done very well. So specifically that's dynamic of the app itself why should i be patient when i can go to a job board and find three jobs potentially i don't think you should stop doing your regular job search okay, um, I, I i think you you should continue being active and, and being out there but you know we what we're looking at cobeo now and we've been around for a little bit we've been piloting we 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 finally came to a big launch COVID hit i, I don't even want to, well we can talk about that later but it is where it is um yeah. but i i think we want cobeo to be your career we don't want this to be a job so we're allowing people to not only pick the skills that they have but skills that they want to be trained on or learn so let's say you've been a line cook uh, yeah. You want to become a kitchen manager and you've been in the industry for a long time. Well, you can select the primary thing that you, the jobs that you want to get sent are managerial jobs um, uh, in, in the kitchen. And we'll, when there's an employer who's willing to train you, so when they're not asking for skilled people, I'm willing to train, uh, we will send you that opportunity. So this, this is something that um, complements your, your job search. But, but I'll tell you something, you might go to one site they might have some jobs another site whatever we really like we really try to find things next to where you want to work also so how yeah. far are these places like our algorithms uh will give you priority if you're closer if you're skilled and you're closer we'll, we'll give you priority for that and and i mean we can talk about this later we talk about it now i have a lot of stories about people who have 
drastically improve their lives using our app. And you yeah, give us one over- example. I'd love that. I've seen some of the videos. There's maybe there's a better one, but I saw the video of the kid who was going to drop out of school and then start working at the Thai restaurant. Maybe that's the right one. I loved, I love that video. Maybe tell people that story. Perfect. Jesse. Um, he's, he's awesome. So, uh, when we first started piloting, uh, we were at Metro, um, and there's a small Thai restaurant right next store to Metro, um, uh, Thai curry. I think it is. It's absolutely delicious. You should try it if you're ever in the area. Um, so, nice plug. so, so Jesse, yeah. um, Jesse was going to school. I, he came from a very big family. Um, he, he was putting himself through school. He was driving Uber. He was doing Lyft. He was working at a call center. Um, he was doing all these jobs and he like all these jobs. He wasn't even making enough money. He was commuting all the time. He thought he was going to have to drop out of school and he, he downloaded Cobeo and days later he got this job match and the job was around his class schedule. The place was right next to campus. So he could literally leave school, go into the campus and it paid him so much money that he could quit all the other jobs. I mean, it like quadrupled what he was making. He couldn't even believe it. And by the way, and this is, this is a big part about sustainability in Kobeo too. We want you to be your best self. We want you to go out and explore. He had never had Thai food before. And he sat down with the owners and they were feeding him Thai food. He was like, this food's a freaking amazing, right? And um, so I actually uh, just talked to Jesse the other day. I try to stay in touch with people um, on the platform if I personally connected with them, owners or um, just employees. And he's, he's going to be graduating soon. He's still working for Thai Curry and everything's just going great. Um, but I think the quote from the video that I, that I love, I got to show off a little bit. He said, Kobeo literally saved my education, you know, and, yeah. um, and, and we have stories like that and, and they're, it's amazing. That's what really motivates me to keep doing stuff uh, for Kobeo and to keep pushing forward on this and taking the risks is like, Improving these people's lives is amazing. This is what technology should be doing, right? I love it. Sophie, make sure we find that video and like link it in the comments because it is, it's super good. I get a, I get a first you. video you guys did. I love it. So let's go to the other side of the equation. Uh, the manager, employer side of that. What do I need to do to engage with Cobeo? Set up an account, a job listing. Give us a little bit of the ins and outs there. Super easy. And we're, we're always adding features. Um, you just go ahead and download the app. Again, Google Play Store, or Apple App Store, you want the gray wolf for managers. Um, and you can just go ahead, plug in your restaurant. Uh, you're gonna rank it, uh, is it fine dining or not? We have a little thing for that. And then uh, you put in the schedule that you need somebody. So whatever the shifts are, uh, you put in a, a pay range um, okay. that you're gonna pay somebody. And the interesting thing is when we, when we match people, we don't like most job boards show the pay range of something, right? We, if, if the employee asks for $17 an hour and the pay range that the manager put in is 16 to $20 per hour, we show that employee 17 an hour. This isn't, you know, this is what you're looking for. This is what we're going to help you find, but we don't want you sitting there and negotiating with the manager, right? They're going to depend on the experience. They're going to make that decision. Gotcha. Um, so we we have these little things too, that are, are benefits for the manager. So, Schedule, uh, put in the shifts that you need somebody, put in the pay that you're going to pay them, uh, put in the skills that you need or things that you're willing to train somebody also. Um, and then you just hit go. Our algorithm goes out. Uh, we can return perfectly. I'm, when I say perfectly qualified, I mean, it matches exactly what you're putting in there. We, and, oh, and you can put in like requirements too. You need somebody over 18, 21, they got to pass a drug test, whatever yeah. it is. 
Um, and, uh, and so those qualified candidates, we, we've seen stuff like turn around within like 20, 30 minutes where people have like four perfectly qualified candidates, two miles away from their location. And now I can't say all managers <laughs> message these people back immediately, which kind of, yeah, let's go, mind. let's go into that. So set the table for that. You know, you and I have talked quite a bit how, again, a little bit of a broken system. We throw a job out there. We throw paint at the wall and just let resumes accumulate, accumulate, and then on our schedule, reach out to them and then wonder why the most talented people have gone somewhere else because somebody else was hungrier and got that communication going a lot quicker. The importance of rapid response within your model. Let's talk about that and touch on that for a minute. Challenge managers in the industry. We need it a little bit. So, uh, you know, people have been doing, you know, if it's not broken, don't fix it. I, I, we could argue about that. Um, yeah. But people, people do their normal day to day. And, and when you're building products and technology, we don't necessarily want to pull people all the way out. I mean, they're not going to do it. Um, so I, I wouldn't say that everybody's used to it. We do have managers, owners that are just so on top of stuff. Uh, they love the app. I mean, once, once they use it, they just couldn't ever imagine going back to anything else. But Great. normally people would put a job posting out. It's going to go through a service that then pushes it to a hundred different job boards. You have, uh, and again, it depends on if you're fine dining or if you're a quick service restaurant, because most of those have the applicant tracking systems. And I'm just going to say this real quick. The applicant tracking systems are unbelievable. I really don't want to call out some brand names here, but the biggest of the big names before you even apply, make you put in your social security number, your phone numbers. I mean, they're selling your data and this is before you even got to the application. You, you haven't even talked to somebody. And I think that is just so cold and wrong. Um, but anyway, when they connect, uh, or, or most people, when they put the job out, they're going to wait a week when they get a bunch of rev resumes, they're going to reach out to people. Let me put it this way. People aren't going to wait around when they need a job for one or two weeks, right? They're looking for other jobs. So if you want this talent, if you need to fill this position, you got to get back to these people. And that's, Cobeo allows you to literally message them immediately. So you can jump on top of that. But most people don't do that. And then you, you lose people and people wonder why they have a hard time with employees. And I, and I think a big thing here and, and something that we've tried to put into the technology is respect for both sides. Yes. So like an employee gets a job match, guess what? You, there's a timer. You have a certain amount of time to respond and open that up. And, and, and if you don't like it, we're going to push it to the next best person. Again, like I told you, we, we limit how many people we send these invites out to at a time. Um, and for the manager, it's kind of the same thing. Like have some respect for your employees. You're building a culture, doing all this stuff. So if somebody's interested, you know, get back to them within a few hours or after your shift or within the morning, you know, don't wait around. So um, we're trying to change something. It's, it's working for some people, but it's not going to fit everybody. And that's fine. I so. think it's important. I think it's a mindset shift. And it's, there was this sense of like, who had the leverage? And I hate that game. It's like you get yourself into a buyer sellers real estate market. And I do not think that that's sustainable. And we've seen that play out in labor shortages, which I don't believe is a labor issue. It's a culture issue at mass scale. Basically, the vulnerability is being exposed. I'm a manager. I think I have the leverage. So you're lucky to have the potential to speak to me about having this job. So you wait for me, right? We do this with like vendors and salespeople. Now I'm too busy. I don't have enough time. We use every excuse known. Maybe you're busy. Maybe you don't have enough time, except when you do have time, all of a sudden the talent isn't there. And then you're going to complain about the employee that you do have. So 
I think it's a very important thing to highlight and we've been guilty of it in the industry for decades and, and so it's being and, exposed. And, and, and I will say it's really weird right now with COVID because before yeah. with the low unemployment rates, there was a massive shortage of people in restaurants. Again, and depending on what level find dining quit service, that's, you know, it's thing. But now with huge unemployment, there are people who are afraid to go back to work, rightfully so. Yeah. Um, there's, uh, you know, people who are getting unemployment, whatever it is. But the, the main conversation point, and it's, it's really sad to me, is that I feel like the, that power, if you want to define it, is that has shifted back now to the food service restaurants because of the unemployment. So now they can go back to their old ways where before they were a little bit more nervous because they couldn't even, you know, fully staff a restaurant. Look, the big thing I want to point out there, and I think you're right. I heard people say, just, I'm just waiting until the economy crashes and then they'll need the jobs. I'm like, that's just the wrong mindset. That is the wrong approach to have. But to your point, there's going to be a lot of restaurants closing. There's going to potentially be more people out there. What I'm concerned about, and I want really want restaurant operators to listen to this, is the most talented people of the industry, potentially formerly of the industry, right now are figuring out other industries, other jobs that their skills are applicable to that is not as vulnerable as the restaurant industry. So you may have more warm bodies when you're looking at the amount of resumes that are in front of you. However, I am very leery of the fact that the most talented are gone. They are not coming back to this industry because it's been exposed as so vulnerable. And so I would be very concerned that if you are not spending a lot of time, energy, money, effort, attracting that talent that could be vulnerable, could be susceptible to being, you know, in another industry when all this quote unquote bounces back, whatever that means, I think is a massive thing to look at. Last couple of minutes, any, any last thoughts, maybe a zoom out on, on things you see as kind of a big thinker within the industry. Give you a couple of minutes to take the floor. Yeah. Uh, I'll just go off of what you just said. So uh, one thing that worries me about hospitality is um, do people do people skills transfer into other industries? Um, and can you reskill quickly? Like, let's say you're going to go to construction. Let's say you're going to go to other things. Um, I mean, one, one huge thing is sales, right? I mean, you're in hospitality. You know how to treat people, right? Uh, I, I do want to touch upon ghost kitchens real quick uh, because yeah. it, it, it's, it's very interesting. There's, there's people buying parking lots and then dumping turnkey kitchens, shipping containers in the parking lot and you can't pick up and you can't dine in and you have the ability to create a business off of one, two or three dishes that you can then market through these delivery apps. And if they blow up, you will be very successful as a restaurant tour entrepreneur in this ghost kitchen way. And, um, and we, we've seen some people do this, uh, it's interesting because you know what, if someone who's worked in the kitchen, who's been frustrated because they've been in the same spot, potentially, whatever it is, uh, never really had an opportunity, right? Cause this is all about opportunity and transparency, right? This is Cobain and what we're trying to do. Well, if you get some financing for a ghost kitchen and you set that thing up and you start cranking, uh, and then you can multiply that model and keep going and going, and going, not as it, not only would it be awesome for you, cause now you just started your business with like less capital and less risk yeah. and you don't have the front of the house but you also give consumers a lot more choices. So what happens if, if COVID goes crazy again, uh, you know, I could see this ghost kitchen model 
kind of taken off. It's not, again, not for everybody, probably not fine dining, but um, I think it's something on the horizon to look for. Yeah, I absolutely do. It's an interesting thing. It's very polarizing. To your point, you have a family recipe, you're Filipino and you have a lumpia recipe, you have an empanada recipe. You can build a whole brand around that at a low barrier to entry from a cost perspective, uh, I think is a huge opportunity. It also creates a vulnerability for the established restaurant industry and the model that we see currently. The flip side of it, be very aware that when somebody orders from a delivery app, DoorDash, Grubhub, any of those big guys, they're they are the customer of that app, not your customer. So you're very vulnerable and don't get it twisted. Like here's what's gonna happen. They are building massive infrastructure of, of consumer base and all of a sudden they're going to start their own taco brand and their own pizza brand and their own burger brand and their own Chinese food brand, all of the biggest sellers in that market and then all of a sudden, the cost of entry, that gatekeeper shifts completely. To be even noticed, you're going to be paying a lot of money or you have strong brand where people associate your brand with, I want this pizza or this burger versus I just want a burger and I want convenience because that's what people want. And if you haven't built that brand equity, you are hyper, hyper vulnerable. So yeah, any any last little I, bit on that and then we'll we'll call it. Yeah, I just I just think, you know, and here's the time. Not everybody's going to do well right now. There are going to be some people that are that are going to come ahead. Um, there's going to be innovation. There are some companies that are doing delivery for certain regions that are not these massive companies. Um, so you know, keep your eyes out. I think people need to come together. I think we need to we need to think more about uh, you know biodiversity and how an ecosystem works. It's a lot of players coming together, and it creates a lot of power. It's it's not going alone. Um, so I you know it's it's kind of a bummer. I also look forward to what's going to come out of this. Yeah, you can't go it alone. I'll leave it with this because we can keep going and going and going. Find 25 restaurants in your area and build your own app. Build your own communication infrastructure. Build your own technology. Own the resource and market what you do well that differentiates you from the white noise out there. So, Brian. Can I, can I give one quick shout out? I, yes, we're going to keep going. Do this. Go. Thank you. Just one. Uh, Emily Griffith Technical College in Denver, yes. amazing, amazing school that, that can give people the ability to really start building careers. They do an, an incredible program called Culinary Quick Start. It's a four-week program. It is no cost to students at all. They're doing it virtual right now. After those four weeks, you'll be trained. You can go into a kitchen. Um, they're just uh, incredible people. They've shown Cobeo such support, and I just wanted to give a shout out. Anybody that wants to get into this industry is interested. This is a way to do it with no risk from your own computer, even if you want to just learn how to cook, and they'll connect you with some great people. So You got 16 seconds. Department of Corrections, tell them why that's important. Department of Corrections, we sit on a board with them. We try to reduce recidivism and, and looking at education programs. Um, we're also talking with a, a lot of different organizations throughout the state of Colorado. Um, we just kicked off a program in South America right now. We're doing some feasibility studies. We have a lot of huge features on the app that are coming out. This year is going to be massive for us. I love it. Big year for the industry as a whole. A lot in flux, a lot of challenges, a lot of opportunities. Bryant, I'm grateful that you're out there. Rethink, Thank you for having me. Yeah, be good. All right, have a great day. Cheers. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. I best served smart. I got, I got to get used to telling you guys about the channels because you're going to see a whole bunch of different tags of channels as we start to parse out our stories because we want to really focus some of the guests and some of the topics on issues, on opportunities, 
on foods, anything that is relevant and relative to the people that we have on the show and the people that we have watching the show. So best service, smart technology, innovation, smart kitchens. A lot of that is going to come up in this channel. So Bryant obviously is leading in that space for sure when it comes to kind of the hiring, the transparency. I really, really love that. All right, we're going to wrap it there. Thank you. And thank you for dealing with the technology issues as we talk about technology on this show. It's uh, perfectly apropos. All right, everyone, have a great day. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Best Served Podcast. Subscribe to our show and connect with us on social media at Best Served Podcast. Tune in next week to discover more unsung hospitality heroes.